Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Flows in the island breeze. The glory fills this place. Oh, bow down. Yes, we come to worship you. In one spirit and in truth. Come in with your praise Welcome you, Lord. In this place, Ikomo mai, Ikeakua, Ikomo mai, Yesue, Ikomo mai, Kauhane, Hemolele. Presence of the Lord flow to the island breeze as your glory fills the wind. All hearts bow down. Yes, we come to worship. It was spirit and Come and have your praise. Welcome to Lord in this place. Everybody now. He come on my Keakua. He come on Good morning, church. Good morning. We're going to start our Sunday school, our communion, by singing Break the Bread of Life at, on page 231, please. Break, 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 break thou the bread of life, dear Lord, to me. As 
thou didst break the bread beside the Let us pray. Holy Father, creator of all, we have gathered here in your name and we are pleased to honor this gathering with your presence and to honor your son, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Today is communion and I just want to, for those that's here for the first time, the bread is being broken to remember the body of Christ that he gave for us. And the wine is to remember his blood that was shed for the remission of our sins. John, would you please read? Good morning, everybody. For I really received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had gave thanks to, he break it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new convenience in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord that until he come. Therefore, whoever eat the bread drink or drink the cup of the Lord in unworthy manner shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But a man must examine himself, and in so doing he is to eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eat and drink, eat and drink judgment to himself, if he does not judge the body rightly. For the reason many among you are weak and sick and a number sleep. But if we judge 
ourselves rightly, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are disciplined, disciplined by the Lord so that we will not be condemned along with the world. So then, my Pichate, when you come together to eat and wait for one another, if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, so that you will not come together for judgment. The manner, mother, I will arrange when I come. Amen. We're going to be passing the elements right now, and please wait until all of us had been receiving it, so we can take it all together. Let us pray. O God, the Eternal Father, we ask you to bless the bread and the wine so it will sanctify our body for the blood which was shed for us. Amen. For as often as you eat this bread, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake of this bread at this time. This cup is a new covenant in his blood. This do so often as you drink it in remembrance of Christ. Let us drink. Let us pray. Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ. Help us to always remember what your son did for us at Calvary. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes our communion, and we'll start our service at this time by singing Rock of Ages on page 284, all verses. Musicians. Rock of Ages, for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded's voice would flow. Be of sin the humble cure. Save from wrath and make me pure. Not the labors of my hands can fulfill thy love's demands. Could my zeal no respite know? Could my tears forever flow? All the sin could not atone. Thou must save and thou alone. Nothing in my hand I bring. Simply to thy cross I cling. Naked come to thee for dress, helpless look to thee for grace. Fall I do to fountain fly, wash me, Savior, will I die? While I draw this fleeting breath, when my eyes shall close in death, when I soar to worlds unknown, see to feel thy judgment throne. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. 
Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Invocation by Jonathan. By hands. Lord, thank you for having us here gathered together. Thank you for getting us here safely, and may you get us home safely as well. May you lift those who are going through rough times. May you bless each one of us in here today, and thank you for giving us another day in life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. You may be seated. We have special music at this time, and Charlie? truly blessed with singers in the house and John Paoli will render and also thereafter Roy please
Amen. Thank you. We're going to have John Paoli go ahead and um, render next week sometime. We have announcements at this time. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. Uh, just a reminder that on Saturday, February 25th, here at the church is our Aloha Christian Fellowship with Pastor Millie's group. And she wanted me to ask that if anybody is, uh, they need a hostess or a host. So we hope one of you will step forward and uh, take over for them. And if you need any help, they'll be happy to help. So we'll look forward to seeing you on the last Saturday of February the 25th here at the church at 10 o'clock. And we also want to extend our warm aloha to our guest that we have in the audience, Mitsue Goya. She is an acquaintance of Carl Awakaki. They met through a mutual friend, and so Carl invited her to come and jo uh, join us for church. She's also from Hawaii, so aloha and welcome. Welcome. And we also have Jonathan. Would you like to give the honor? Introduce my mom. <coughs> All right. Thank you. I think we also have someone else here by mic next to you. Oh, two mics. <laughs> oh, number one mic and number two mic. Yeah, he's from Hawaii, but he lives here. His name is Mike Memorial. Mike Memorial, welcome. So welcome to all our guests here. Thank you. Thank you for coming, and please come again. The doors are always welcome to everyone. If you're friends or someone that just met you that want to come, encourage them to come. Joe? You will turn in the English songbook, the green book, uh, page 293, please.
Thank you. Joe will be now doing the olelo. Our olelo, hello, hello, today is found in King James Version, John chapter 6, verses 53 and 54. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood had eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. I'd like to say good morning to Pastor Luigi, Pastor John, brothers and sisters in Christ. My uh, kumuhana today is cleansing. Exactly what we did today. Once a month we come here to receive the uh, bread and wine in remembrance of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. So we thank the Lord for uh, cleansing us today. And uh, without the Lord Jesus Christ in us, uh, we have nothing. So um, i thankful for that and for him cleansing us uh, in body and in spirit. At this time, I'd like to call the, uh, Pastor Luigi up uh, to say a few words. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Okay, now I know for real everybody's here. Anybody know what day it is today? <laughs> According to the world system and na- nature of the world, it's uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Anybody know that? Some guys might leave early and go Super Bowl Sunday today. Just joking. But um, if you know who he is, you can experience one glorious uh, presence and and just golfing in, in, in the you know the world gonna go crazy today. Whoever win, whoever team you, you chose in the natural, whether the underdogs win or whether the Patriots win. <laughs> if you know who Jesus is, all that doesn't even matter at all. Amen. I come here because I serve him. Amen. I got something that I want to share with us this morning. But before I share something with you this morning, I'm going to call my daughter up. And she's going to testify this morning how, of God's greatness in her life and in her marriage. As parents, we want to see our children excel in God, most of all and in their family and in their relationships with their children and with their spouse. I want to say to uh, Sister Lani, um, we've been praying for your grandson, Laurie's son. Oh, yes. And um, yes, I... <laughs> let her say something. Yes. My grandson had gone to prison two times, my first grandchild. I told his mother, kick him out. Just kick him out of the house because if he's going to continue doing drugs and doing whatever he's going to do, don't go ahead. You're damaged. You're hurting him more by keeping him in. He did go. He came out. He did go back in. He came out. And this friend of his, Jeremiah Parks, Park, he befriended this fellow. This fellow 
that he befriended loves the Lord, according to what my daughter said. I never met this fellow before, but he loves the Lord. They're the same age, and that Jeremy had brought him to the Lord. He was supposed to go four days ago. He was supposed to go 99% to prison again. 1% he did not. That's the miracle. That's the miracle that happened in his life. God said, you're not going to prison. And he did not go to prison. Also, he's been telling his younger brother, don't be hooked on, I don't know what they call that, patu or uh, spice or whatever they have. Nowadays, nowadays they have all kinds of names for all this kind of drugs that you cannot keep up. What's, what kind of drug is what? But drug is drug, no matter what. The younger brother followed the older brother. Now the brother says, go to rehab. He called me and he said, Grandma, I'm going to go to rehab. It was so tough. My daughter called. She said, he can't cope with it. I said, yes, he can. And he's going to because he's got God. And when there's God, everything is possible. Amen? Everything is possible. So he's in rehab. The only thing, I just had a call about half an hour ago, Nancy, from my other daughter. Her daughter, uh, she's in, uh, was in Wahiawa police, de- police office, uh, station, beaten up real bad, very, very bad. Her boyfriend, that's uh, from Nanakuli and Wainai, had done this, and um, it's not the first time, it's umpteen times, but the path she's taking is the path she chose. It's sad, but that's the path they want to go. And it's not the parents' fault, oh, it's my mother or my father. No, it's their choice. It's all our choice, what we want to do, how we want to do, why we want to do. And I, she knows who God is. Her name is Kehau. And please pray for her because she is extremely lost right now with a degree that she has in engineering. And this is where she ended up in. So please pray for her. I, I, and also praise report, Donna. Val's sister is coming home tonight. She's feeling so much better, and she's heading our way. So we we have a praise report on that. I thank you for the time, Pastor Luigi, but it's such a wonderful connection that I think this boy goes to your church because now my grandson says, I'm going to spread the word and bring people to your church. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. But what is an awesome thing? This guy, Jeremy, he went to uh, grade school with her grandson. They're raised up from 
young. They live in, he was living in Aia and Jeremy was living in Pearl City. And they went to school together. And when he found out that his friend, they were close friends in school, that was his friend went in the wrong direction, he tried to reach out to the friend. And he, he got a hold of him. He talked to Laurie first. And this whole week I've been interchanging and inter-conversation with him and how God been so awesome, people. How God been so awesome and, and reaching out and touched. The Bible says in John chapter 10, verse 10 says, The thief cometh but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Amen? How many of you see that that is evidence happening in the world that we live in today? Amen? But the verse just don't stop there. It went on to say, and Jesus spoke, and Jesus said, But I have come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. Amen? You guys been hearing me say this a lot of times. That he has come that we might have life and have life abundantly. I don't know about you, but me, I want to live an abundant life right now while I'm here and while I'm living and active in this human body, an abundant life. Amen? Amen? Anybody agreeing with me? We can live this abundant life right now while we live here on this planet Earth. The devil is a liar. Anybody can agree with me? Amen? How many of you know that the devil is destroying lives? Whether it's drugs, whether it's families being breaking, bro, broken up, amen? Whether it's losing your jobs, whether it's medical condition, the enemy is not sleeping, he's trying to destroy. But if you and I understand who we are in Christ Jesus, we can change the devil's world around. Amen? He already has his place. Amen? And we have our place. But God has given you and I specific instructions and dominion to tread upon serpents. Hallelujah. Let me call my wife, I, my daughter. I get too excited here, but I'm going to call my daughter and she's going to share. I, I know somebody is need to hear this, but God been dealing with her life and we've been praying and taking her before God. And we see a, a, a miraculous change in her life. Good morning, church. Good morning. This is a surprise to me, so bear with me. This is the first time I'm ever speaking in front of a crowd. Um, April of last year, I decided to separate from my husband due, some, due to some things that we were going through back then. Um, I brought up some options before separating, which was counseling and you know, going to church and whatnot. Um, nothing happened. So I decided to take the kids and leave and move out. Um, I continued to go to church, you know, to pray about our relationship, our marriage. Um, however, I let the world get to me during that time. My kids went to Hawaii for the whole summer, um, and during the time they were gone, I decided to take on the world. I started to party. I started to, basically, I let the devil get to me because I wanted to be happy, and I thought that's what was going to make me happy. Um, my husband tried reaching out to me because he realized what he was doing was not for our family. 
Um, but because I was so caught up in the world, I ignored everything he said. I didn't believe anything he said. Um, he even wanted to do counseling. He wanted to go back to church and was willing to do anything he could to work it out with me. But I was so stubborn and just ignored him. Wouldn't respond to any of his calls, wouldn't respond to any of his text messages. Um, Because I was, to me, I was living the life. I was happy. I was happy being alone, being with my friends, going out all the time. I didn't have no kids. So the devil was really working with me. Um, What changed was the minute my kids got back, um, they didn't like the whole daddy's not living with us. And it showed through my oldest daughter. Um, she started getting in trouble in school. And that was her way of acting out what was how she was feeling about her mom and dad not being together and not working it out. Um, so I was having me and my husband, even though we're living separate, had to start showing up to her school, meetings with the deans, um, because of drama, girls, little girl drama that they were having. Um, her grades started dropping. So I talked with my husband, you know, we were still, I was still like, you know what, leave me alone kind of thing, even though that was all going down. Um, the minute, the day that changed, I guess my decision with my husband was my son's birthday. Um, I found out my husband was confiding in somebody else. And no matter how much I shoved him away, it hurt Um, to know that he was confiding in another female hurt me. But that was me being selfish because I didn't see how much I was hurting him. Um, So I went through a rough time. Him and I talked, um, and he kept shoving the, oh, well, you left me, so you're doing you. You, I tried for four months contacting you, and you wouldn't do anything. So I was going through a huge depression, going crazy, for the first time having anxiety. Couldn't work. I'm a manager at my job. And it got to the point where I couldn't even sit in my office. I had to leave for like two hours out of the day and just sit in my car and cry because I couldn't believe what was happening. I was actually losing my husband. And I thought I wanted it that way. But in reality, I didn't. Um... A friend sent me on Facebook a sermon by a pastor named Stephen Furtick. Um, He's a very good speaker, especially on relationships, whether it's marriage, friendship, work, relationships. Um, He talked about uh, offenses, of stop building a fence between you and whoever it is you have a issue with. 
um, stop taking offense to whatever the person is saying or doing and start working on yourself. Um, from that moment, I had to accept what was going on. I had, I went into prayer mode. Um, you know, I'd call my dad all the time. And sometimes I hate calling my dad because I know what he's going to say. <laughs> he said it all my life, you know, turn to God. He's like, he's the one that has the answer. That's all you got to do is turn to God. I don't know how many times I tell you, go to church, get saved, you know, and you know, it's to me, it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I heard it the f- how many times in my life. Um, but he was right. He's always right when it's no matter what I'm going through, that's the person I'm supposed to turn to. Not to my husband, not to my friends, not to my dad, but to God. Um, so I did that. I would every night, I'd listen to one of Pastor Stephen Furtick's um, messages or just worship songs. My youngest daughter would join me with in worship in my room, you know, crying and praying for my relationship because um, I didn't know where it was going. My husband knew I wanted him. He he wanted me too, but because of the way I left, because it wasn't a reason for us to separate. It was something that could have been worked on. And because of the way I left, he was really stubborn and tough with me. He wouldn't take me back immediately. Um, even though I had my reasons, and it was good reasons for me to leave. But not to leave, but it, I had good reasons for our relationship to be worked on. And I chose to leave when I should have stayed and just kept pushing it through. Um, so every night I prayed. Prayed, was on my knees, asking God for an answer. What do I do? Do I just give up? Do I just move on? Um, or do I just stay? Um, one night, I cried myself to sleep praying on this situation. Um, my husband was out of town for a training. The next day was my dad's really good pastor friend's birthday party at the Aliante Casino. Um, I was my dad's date for the party. Um, decided to go with him. We had a good time. We're sitting at a pastor's table from pastors out of state and out of country. Um, I didn't know one of them. My dad didn't know any of them. Um, my husband's texting me throughout the ceremony because the lady's birthday that um, we were we attended, she married me and my husband in this church uh, eight years ago. Um, so my husband knew I was going there. He texted me saying he wanted to see me, blah, blah, blah. Um, he wanted to see the lady because she's the one who married us. Um, so my dad didn't know he was coming. Nobody knew he was coming. I just said, okay, well, we're here. So if you want to come, he was on his way back home from Reno. And, um, my dad went up to speak 
told everybody that she was the lady that married us um, and whatnot. A guy went up, one of the pastors at the table went up to my dad and said, I need to talk to your daughter. He's like, I don't know what's going on, but the Lord told me I need to talk to her. And so my dad told me, he was like, oh, this, he wants to talk to you. I said, about what? He's like, I don't know. He just said he needs to talk to you. God spoke to him, and he said he needs to talk to you about your marriage. I looked at him. I said, what did you tell him? <laughs> He's like, I didn't tell him nothing. I said, oh, my gosh. I was like, well, Archie, my husband's name is Archie. I was like, Archie's on his way. He's like, okay. He's like, well, maybe he can talk to the both of you. So my husband came, and the guy came up to me, and he was like, can I talk to you? He's like, I just want to take a second and talk with you. I said, okay. I said, oh, my husband's here. Do you want to talk? He's like, oh, good. Let's, come on, let's go outside. So he went and talked, and he came outside. He's like, he goes, something's going on with your marriage, right? And I just started to break down and cry because I'm like, how does this guy know? I'm like, my dad must have said something. I said, because there's no way. I didn't talk to him at all the whole night. And he was like, I just, he's like, I just wanted to tell you that God's working on it. He's like, you just keep doing what you're doing, and God's working on it. And he looked at my husband, and he just started to talk to the both of us. He's like, you guys need to pray. You guys need to, um, if you guys want this to work, you guys need to pray. My husband was being stubborn at the time. And he said, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if I'm ready. And that hurt me. I cried, but you know what? I had to let it go and let God. That was my answer I needed. I needed to know that God was still working on it, no matter what my husband was thinking, what I am thinking. He's still working on it. Um, That was big for me because I no longer cried myself to sleep because I knew God was working on it. Me and my husband are still separated, but my husband has asked me to move back in with him. Um, Right now he's in Arkansas because he just got a federal police job. So he's in training in Arkansas. When he comes back, we have talked about going back to counseling. Before I move back in with him, I told him, I said, before we move back in, we need to do counseling. I want to make sure that this is going to be better and not go back to the same stuff. Um, For the sake of our kids, not only us, but for our kids too. So when he comes back, that's the plan. And hopefully, and he knows it's about God in our relationship from here on out because he was there to witness what God did He was already there to know that God wants us together. Um, And because of that, I think that's what changed him too, was knowing that these two men that we don't know of, um, out of nowhere, knew about us. And that's only God. Only God would have told him that. 
Um, so I'm keeping trust in God for the sake of my family, for the sake of my husband, for the sake of myself, that it's all going to work out. Um, so I'm going to continue to pray. My husband's going to continue to pray. Um, and we're going to make it through. How many of us can agree that God is in the reconciliation yes. business? Yes. Amen. Yes. There is nothing impossible with God. Amen. Amen. And you know how awesome it is, is that the, the two pastors, one was a prophet from Kenya that, that wow. never did meet him in our life, but he came up and said, Pastor, um, I need to talk to your daughter. God knows how to orchestrate things as we first yield to Him. Amen? When we yield to God, God can work anything out. Amen? Just like what's happening with Laurie's son. Amen? In all our lives. I don't know what you're going through right now or what's happening in your life right now, but if there is nothing happening, something will happen. Amen? And if it happens, are we able to handle it when it happens? When sometimes when you and I go through something, if you don't know how to take care of it, you don't know how to handle it, most people take their lives. Anybody can agree with me? This is what the thief comes to do, to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants you and I to live a victorious life on a regular basis. Amen? Amen? On a regular basis, for all of us. Not just surf thinking, I have to call my daughter because I was intrigued in my heart to do this. I don't know who is this for. But it's not just for marriages. I had a call from my son-in-law. He, he never calls me. <laughs> and if he do, I, you know, I just talk to him. Like I always talk to him. You need God, you know. I kind of strict. But he talked to me with a, I mean, gentleman like talking. And they're sharing with me all his heart. Shared with me his heart. He said he had to put God first. I said, just take one day at a time. One day at a time. You know, uh, we have four grandchildren here. And God never give them to us or to their parents for re- just to give them to them. But he gave them for a specific reason. That we can train them up and nurture them in the, in the, in the ways of the Lord. Amen? I said in the ways of the Lord. We serve an awesome God. And as you and I trust God, amen? I want to look at some few things before, I mean, this morning. To live in a victorious, to live in victory, you must think victorious. victorious. Let me say it again. To live in victory, you must think victorious. Amen? The scriptures many times shares with us the natural failures in human race, in humankind, in our mind. You know the battle of you and I? It's where in our mind. Amen? Our, our will and our emotions. If you, know, if you and I know how to capture these things and put them under subjections, know how to control it, amen, and, and, and let God be full control of our lives. Too many times we come to know Jesus Christ just as our Savior, never as our Lord. Let me say it again, and please don't get offended in what I'm trying to say. Too many times we come to Jesus Christ as our Savior only, 
and never made him our Lord. And let me explain to you what I'm trying to say. He's Savior, yes, but he wants to be our Lord of our lives. Meaning this, for you and I to go out of this door after knowing him as your Savior and Lord, before we do anything else after we leave this place, we need to go before God as our Lord and say, God, am I doing the right thing today? For my daughter, her reconciliation between her husband and her wife, her husband and her, her, the wife, the right thing is reconciliation. The hardest thing for humans is humble. How can they humble themselves? The most important thing is that pride gets in our way. When we have dissension between, between each other, when we have anger against each other, no, we cannot find room or we won't find room for what? Forgiveness, most of all. Amen? Am I talking to myself this morning? The hardest thing is finding forgiveness. Most, you know what I found in most men and women? We cannot even forgive ourselves. We cannot forgive ourselves. Um, somebody went poke you in the, with the diaper pin when you was young. And you're still holding that anger. <laughs> yeah, you don't believe me, right? And we blame certain things that you and I have gone through in this life. And we hang on to these things. You see, this church no save me. Jesus saved me. On my everyday walk in this life, I need to be, be totally in submission to God. He's my director. He's my auditor. He the one leads me when I need to go places. Amen. Being here this, 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 this morning, I made sure that me being here wasn't on my own. Let me say it again. I had to make sure that me being here wasn't on my own. I had to come before God and God saying to God, God, if you want me to be there in Las Vegas, which is our church, but it's not about me or the church, it's about Him. Because I don't want to go no place on my own strength and in my own strength. Because if I'm trying to do things in my own strength, I can promise you this, I will fail. But when I'm trusting in God on an ongoing basis and having an intimate relationship with Him, I can promise you this, that doors would open up for you and for me that you cannot imagine. Whether it's sickness, whether it's relationship, whether it's provision, whether it's a home, whether it's a job, whatever it may be, if you can submit to God, how many of us can agree with me? Most of the times we come running to God when we are in trouble. Just me. Just me. Amen? But we don't have to come before God when we're in trouble. We can come before God right now when it's time and day according to the word of God. Amen? We can surrender our all now. I know, you know, for me, I don't want to be crying at the gravesite. I want to be crying at, my, at the bed of my, at, at my bed, at my knees, on my knees, crying before God for my son that's alive and well now and pleading his name before Jesus instead, instead of waiting before I have to visit him in the casket. Amen, church? I get wayward kids. They're not serving God. But that's not going to stop me from serving God. 
Because I know where I need to be in Him. I need to trust God in everything, not just some things. There's, you, know, you know what I wish at times? I wish I could go home with all of you. I know none of you are going to invite me anyway. but. <laughs> and I say, the reason why I say this is because for me, I want to help everybody. This is what Jesus came to do. He went into the homes of sinners. He sat on, that, and on, on their table and he taught with them. And you know when he sat at the tables at the sinners, the, the religious people got offended. Say, why are this guy sitting with sinners? Jesus, the reason why he went and sat with sinners because he, wants to, he wanted to see their lives transformed and changed. And many has resulted in changes and transformation that took place when Jesus, Jesus, he only ministered here three years on this planet earth while he was here on earth. Three years he ministered. But this world is no longer the same again. Anybody can agree with me? Amen? And even if I don't want to step up and do something for him, you know what? He's not going to use me if I'm not willing. He can go out and look for somebody that are willing to do the work of the ministry. Amen? But I am. I made my choice. I made my mind up. I'm going to serve him no matter what I have to go through. Amen? You and I can live a victorious life. It is not possible to live in victory. Amen? It's not. He did it for all of us, church. I said he did it for all of us. Amen? As you and I commit, there's certain things that this, this physical body, that this mind challenges you on a regular basis that hinders God from really moving in your heart and life. Anybody can agree with me on this. Amen? Amen? Somebody might call you up after you get out of this church this morning. Hey, guys, I get Super Bowl party. You guys, like, come over. Oh, and you guys not here this morning, right? <laughs> but it's so easy to say, yes, let's go. Let's do it, whatever it is. I finish church. I'm going back to church Sunday and next week, and everything going to be all over again. I can take the Lord's Supper all over again. Amen. I'm saying God is a jealous God. God is a loving God. And God cares for you and I. God's God. He wants the best for you and I. Anybody can agree? He wants the best for you and I. And because he wants the best for you and I, he gave the best. Jesus. Amen. Nobody can replace what Jesus did on the cross. Nobody. Amen. And all you and I need to do is trust him. Trust him. My my. The, the, my daughter is going through something that's just a little bump over the hill. If we, if we focus on the problem, it becomes a mound. If we continue to focus on the problem, it becomes a mountain. And when it becomes a mountain, you're not going to be able to climb over that mountain at that time. Amen? Catch it when it's on your stump. And let Jesus take over it. Amen. And says, I said, let Jesus take full control over it as we trust him. It's just so funny about the human race. Every one of us has different personalities, different characters and everything. Amen. 
for me, my confirmation and my conforming is to conform like Christ. Amen? Famous scriptures in, in um, Romans chapter 12. You guys hear it all the time. 1 and 2. Paul was speaking there in Romans 1 and 2. He says, I beseech you. You know the word beseech you in the Greek literally means begging. It's almost like it's the last chance. I beg you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto me, unto God. It's a reasonable service. And he said, he went on in verse 2, he says, But be ye, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. Where our problems lie? In our mind. Amen? When we can know how to subject the mind, the Bible says that he has given us dominion. If you look at it in Genesis chapter 2. We have dominion. The enemy, the, the truth is, Satan's domain is here. He, he owns this earth. God gave him the authority after Eve and Adam gave the key to him at that time. But when Jesus died again, people, he took the key from Satan and he busts Satan's teats. No teeth. His, the Bible says that Satan is like a roaring lion seeking him, seeking whom he may devour. Amen? He's walking up and down like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Anybody here this morning been a victim of Satan? Amen? You know what I found? Satan has no teeth. He's still walking up and down and he's gumming a lot of people to death. You understand? He's gumming a lot of people to death. Because you look at people who are serving God, who are supposed to be living in victory, victory, victorious living in Christ, they're still struggling. Anybody? Am I talking to anybody this morning? Amen? We're still struggling in our natural uh, human being, mind thinking. But when we can submit totally to Christ and allow Him to live in our lives... Things should change. Now, this young man that's in our church, his condition was bad. He was locked in his house, Sister Lani. Couldn't even come out of his house. He was anxiety attack. He visited one of my pastor's friends who lived right down the road, right down the road from him. She prayed for him. Instantly, God healed him and delivered him from whatever anxiety he got. She told him, you need to follow this man. He's good with men. I'm a man. I'm a man's person. I like dealing with men. Uh, let me say that again. I like dealing with men. <laughs> I can talk to them and, and, and help them straighten up their lives if they like listen at the same time too. But he's been with our church now for two years. Sister Lani. His life has been radically changed. He's so, he's so in love with God. He has his own business. He started his own business going on two years now. He named the business Man of Faith Painting. Man of Faith Painting. His family think he's crazy now. 
Everything comes out of his mouth is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's all. On his cars, on his car, he put stickers all over the car. And he's doing this because he loved God. Wherever he go, he's telling people about Jesus. You see, when, when Jesus take a hold of your life and, and, and my life, and let me say this, when he take a hold of our life, something got to change. Amen? Something got to change. The Bible says, we quote this scripture many times in uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ... Behold, all things has passed away, and behold, all things has become new. The Bible says that we are becoming, a, we, or we are a, became a new creation in Christ Jesus. You know what that means to be a new creation? Although I have my birth name, although I, I look like my family members of my family, that's all I, I am. But when I speak, and when I walk, and when I conduct myself, I'm conducting myself like Jesus. I'm speaking like Jesus. I'm living like Jesus. Sometimes not even your immediate family might even recognize you anymore. They, can, they, they would say, what happened to me? And many of my friends said this. And I used to hang out on entertainers in the world back then. And they said, what happened to you, Luigi? What happened to you? Well, nothing happened to me. What happened to you guys? <laughs> Amen. I'm living in a life today that, man, I enjoy it every minute and every second of my life. I enjoy living for Jesus. Amen. I see miracles after miracles take place on a regular basis. Amen. I remember going down to this Boulevard Mall one day and it was an ABC, uh, some kind of... Uh, health store the guy the attendant attender and he i looked at him i said i said god just impressed on my heart to tell him this i said you're not a stranger to god he looked at me his tears started running down his eyes and i told him in fact god is telling me this you've been running from god i said but god is letting you know right now you don't have to run no more. He loves you and he cares for you. With tears running down this guy's eye, he told me, Pastor, I don't, he never called me Pastor, but he said, you know, I don't know who you are, but what you just told me is true. I'm a backslidden minister. I was working full-time minister in Robert Shuler's church. He said, for you to speak like this to me had to be God. People, I, I'm saying this. God want to change this world really quick. Are we ready and able to do it as we submit to God? How many of you have unsafe family that you would love to see them come to know the Lord? Amen? See, my motto has been for the last 25 years... I'm about my father's business, and my father is about my business. God can change anybody's course. Whether you're going downhill 100 miles an hour, God can stop that right now. 
if there's physical challenges in your life and you need healing, God can heal you right now at the same time. And I can promise you this. According to the word of God, it says, by his stripes in in 1 Peter, we were healed. In Isaiah chapter 53, it says, by his stripes, we are healed. And Peter says, we were. It's past tense. means it's complete. It's done. I don't care what kind of sickness you're going through. There is no disease that's on this face, in the face of this earth, that should be old that should be holding you back as God's son and God's daughter. Nothing at all. Amen? There's nothing. Amen? When I got diagnosed as cancer two years ago, and I'm saying this publicly because he is my healer. The doctors gave me three options to do. He says, I need you to go uh, take a test. For the three things. He says, number one, I needed you. It's your choice. You can do an uh, implant, radiation implant. Go take radiation or take chemotherapy. I told the doctor, thank you for all these three options. But my option is nothing of those. My option is I'm going to go to Jesus. And I'm not telling anybody here, whatever your fate level is, I'm not asking you to do what I do. I'm crazy for Jesus, okay? And I did that. The doctor today is my good friend. He keeps in contact with me all the time. He like even sit down and talk story with me. He said, man, you almost make me want to go back to church. I said, go church, doctor. No hold me back. No, don't let me hold you back from going to church. He even told me, Luigi Pastor, he says, I want to come to your church and share something. Amen. People. The world out there is looking for some answers that you and I have. Amen. We have the answers that they need. And it lies right in front of us in the word of God. Amen. Our theme this year is living a victorious life in 2017. I've been meeting Sister Lani with some pastors here. I'm going to start up a coalition of Christian churches soon. We already got over a handful, 12 people already committed, 12 pastors. And I told them, I don't want to deal with nobody else but with the senior pastors. Because then if I'm going to change things, if things are going to change, i got to get the top, the head. The head. Because that's the hard place to deal with is the head. Amen. And a lot of the pastors are, are willing and able. He says, Pastor, if you believe this, we go, we're going to trust God and we can do it. You see, the Bible says, for us as believers, how can the world know you and I if we don't have the love that has been given to you and I as Christ Jesus? Amen? Too much churches has been segregated. Too much churches has posted names on the doorposts, and this is my church. You know, I, back home, there's a big church, if I would recognize it, but I'm not going. But a brother was going to the church there, and he told the pastor something. And the pastor said, maybe this is not the church for you. The senior pastor told him that. He says, maybe this is not the church for you. Man, I wanted to go with this brother and go talk to the senior pastor. 
If that church is not for him, what church then? I thought we were one church in Christ Jesus. Amen? And the problem with the church today is that they're building their kingdom instead of his kingdom. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's not about our kingdom. It's about his kingdom. You know, before my lifetime is over, this is what's going to happen. I believe that Hawaii is going to restore back into the kingdom of Hawaii. And I'm not getting sovereignty on us, okay? But I see God doing things supernaturally in Hawaii. Supernaturally. We've, I've been meeting with some people that has land deeds. And been royal, royal people with the royal blood that they have to uh, hide themselves because they cannot let people know they can get assassinated. Right now, even in our, govern, our government, Donald Trump has been, uh, I mean, threatened many times. They want to assassinate him because of things that's been taking place right now. I'm going to talk about tomorrow night. I get prayer meeting over here about what's taking place in our nation. And why I want to share all that kind of stuff is because I'm a believer who loves God that wants to get the information out to other believers. Same like manner. Amen? Amen. This tragic thing is going to take place in, how, in the United States. I want to be ready for it. Amen? I said I want to be ready for it. Amen. I want to thank you, all of you that, that came this morning. And I want to pray that you just submit yourselves to God. Trust God. No look at anything that's negative around you because it's not healthy for us. It's not healthy for your relationship between you and God. It's not healthy for your relationship with your family members that don't know Jesus Christ. I remember a while back in our church back home and many people want to invite the family to come to church. But their life not even straight. And always complaining about the church. Oh, these people offend me in the church. Why would I want to go to a church that the people offending them and they like me come to the same church? Anybody understand what I'm trying to say? Before I can invite anybody, I got to get changed. And when I'm coming to church, I'm not coming to church for the church. I'm coming to church for Jesus. You know when you and I walk in that door, Jesus should be already in our atmosphere. Because according to the word of God, we are the temple of the living God. We carry his presence in our life. Amen. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in this world. Amen. We have it all. And it's here in our hearts and lives. As you and I trust God. Can you trust God with me this morning? I said, can you trust God with me this morning? Can you stand to your feet and I'm going to pray with you? And I'm going to turn it over after I pray. But I want to say this. This is my last Sunday for this month. But I'm coming back next month. And um, I'm going to come back with four feet on the floor. Hands and knees. To do some uh, strategic changes in this nation that we live in. Amen. Early this morning I had an email from uh, the pastor from Korea 
asking if I can save the dates to go back to Korea in October, the second week in October. For 10 days, they want me to go back to Korea. Everywhere we go, people, there's people needing God. Amen? Everywhere you go, there's people needing God. I told God, I don't want to go any place farther. But if I do go, God, can you please reach out and save my loved ones first? Amen? You have loved ones you want to see come before God and let him, let them be. He be their Savior. Let's bow our heads. Father, we come before you this morning in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ. And with the blood that still flows from Calvary. And with the blood that still has power to change lives. And with the blood, God, there's an anointing that falls, God. And I pray, God, that in this very room, God, stands your people, God, with open arms and hearts, God, are willing, God, to change their path and trust you, God, to guide them and direct them. So, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, if there's anything that's happening in their lives, God, I pray that you correct it right now in the name of Jesus. Broken homes, broken lives. God, I pray, God, that you would heal and mend those lives and brokenness, God. Heal those that is physically afflicted in body, God, in our minds and physical conditions, God. I pray for healing right now, God. But, Lord, but Lord, first of all, God, we don't want to, God, walk on the edge, God. We want to jump full in for you, Father. So, Father, this morning, I just pray that for you, for you to touch your people this morning, God. I commit this service and this time to you right now, God. And touch your people right now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Tomorrow night, 630, I'm, I'm going to have a prayer meeting here. So anybody is welcome to come. Amen. Amen. Mahalo. Thank you. Thank you, Pless Luigi. You may be seated. We're going to be having our tithe at this time. The blessing of the tithe. Amen. Thank you. Our closing song will be God be with you till we meet again. Oh, I'm, did you? Okay, yes, I'm sorry, the doxology, and then we're going to God be with you till we meet again. Doxology. doxology. Let, us, let us all stand.
Page 586, God be with you till we meet again. Okay. And in the meantime, Pastor Luigi, mahalo very much. Mahalo plenty for coming here, flying over the ocean, being with us, and sharing the word of the Lord. Thank you so very much. You're welcome, of course, any time. Any time, you're welcome. God be with you till we meet again. By his counsel, guys, uphold you. With his sheep, securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Till we meet, till we meet, till we meet in Jesus' feet. Till we meet, till we meet, God be with you till we meet again. Let us pray. Mighty Father, Father of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we thank you for this day. All that has been spoken today is all the truth. Mighty Father, we thank you for the blessings we had today, our cleanse, our cleansing, cleansing, as we receive the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for Pastor Luigi for coming and sharing his manao with us as he go back to Hawaii, taking home safely. And our Kahu wife, who's in Hawaii, when it's time for him to come back, you bring him back safely as well. You lead us on that straight and narrow path, and you take us home safely as you, as you have brought us here safely. All this we pray in Jesus' name, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.